0: Hi you're listening to Sensationalist Science, a podcast about science, the media, and the truth behind those astonishing headlines you've read. I'm your host Gid MK, aka the health nerd, and for this episode I'll be talking about the one thing that we all love to hate more than almost anything else: artificial sweeteners. Once every few months we will hear a terrifying story that sweeteners are out to get us, like a silent assassin in the night who breaks into your house, to give you diabetes. Artificial sweeteners are a perennial concern, like climate change. But unlike climate change, they are almost certainly fine for your health. They may be terrifying because they're made of SCARY CHEMICALS, but in reality, the research has consistently shown that drinking Diet Coke probably isn't going to harm your health. Now the recent headlines about artificial sweeteners surprised me. Not because they were on the mark, but because they were even worse than most stories about artificially sweetened soft drinks. From News Corp, we got Diet Coke makes you eat more! We all know regular Coke is full of sugar, but don't be fooled by the diet and zero sugar versions. They could actually make you fatter! From the Daily Mail Guzzling Diet Coke won't keep you slim! From the Sun Diet Joke! Drinking Diet Coke won't boost weight loss. It makes you eat 200 more calories a day. Because awful puns are all the vogue. And from the mirror, Drinking Diet Coke can make you GAIN weight, scientists warn. Now all of these were wrong. The science definitely doesn't say that drinking Diet Coke, or any artificially sweetened beverages, will make you gain weight. So what's happening here? The study that all of these headlines are talking about was what's known as a cross-sectional observational study of children in the US. What this means is that the scientists asked a group of children a number of questions about their diet and lives, or more accurately asked their parents, and tried to see at that one time point whether there were any associations between certain parts of their diets and other parts of their lives. In this case, they divided children into four groups water drinkers, diet soft drinkers, sugar drink drinkers, and both diet and sugar drinkers. Or in other words, kids who drank water, or diet coke, or coke, or both diet and normal coke. They found that kids who drank diet soft drinks reported consuming a few more calories a day than kids who drank only water, and that those who drank sugary drinks ate even more calories than that. Basically, water was best, diet drinks were second, and sugary drinks were the worst. Kids who drank diet soft drinks reported that they ate about 200 calories more per day than water drinkers, and sugar drinkers had the highest calorie intake at 3 to 450 calories more per day. It sounds pretty bad, But before we all run screaming from our cans of Diet Coke, there are a few things to consider. The first thing to think about when we look at a study like this is causation. Can we infer from the results that one thing caused another? To put it another way, if this study was done perfectly, would it mean that Diet Coke caused kids to eat more? The short answer to this question is no. No, you cannot necessarily infer causation from asking children a few questions about their lives at a single time point and comparing the groups. Studies like this one are called observational research, which means all we are doing is looking at one group of people and comparing them to another on several markers of health. But life is complicated, and many things can influence your health that a study like this just can't take into account. For example, kids who drink more artificial sweeteners might be poorer than kids who drink only water, and we know that poverty increases the risk of childhood obesity and soda drinking by quite a bit. In fact, as previous studies have shown, people who drink diet drinks are more likely to be unhealthy in many ways, which makes sense if you think about it. People drink diet drinks, by and large, to lose weight, which means that they're probably going to be a bit more unhealthy than people who don't drink diet drinks to start off with. And this study was no different. Children who drank diet soft drinks were less healthy in a few ways than children who drank mostly water. Now this is what's known as residual confounding. I've said it before, we can control for the things we know about, But we can't control for what we don't know or don't measure. We call each of the things that may be interfering with our nice causal relationship a confounder, and usually what we do is a complex statistical trick to try and control for them in our analysis. A very nice example of of confounding is the classic ice cream and drownings. When more people eat ice cream, more people drown. Is ice cream causing drownings? No, there's something confounding that relationship, in this case summer, because more people eat ice cream in summer and more people go swimming in summer, so more people drown when more people eat ice cream. But it doesn't mean that ice cream causes drownings. So the complex statistical tricks can't completely eliminate the issue, but they do help us to make causal inferences from research. And to give you some idea of how complex it all is, I'm currently working on a project where we've taken into account more than 50 different confounders. In fact, it's close to a hundred to come to a conclusion about undiagnosed diabetes. And we still aren't a hundred percent sure that there's a causal connection there. Now, in this study on diet, soft drinks, they accounted for just six confounders, age, sex, parents, income, ethnicity, BMI, and physical activity. That doesn't make it totally worthless, but it does make their results much less likely to demonstrate any kind of causal connection. It means we have to be incredibly cautious about what we take away from the study. A realistic take-home that you would get from a scientist describing the study is that kids who drink diet soft drinks are probably a bit less healthy than kids who drink only water, but we aren't sure whether it's the diet soft drinks Or something else. Now this is true for a lot of studies. When we look at the literature more broadly on diet soft drinks we find that actually they probably aren't so bad after all. While there are some studies similar to this one that have found that people who choose to drink diet soft drinks are a bit less healthy than people who drink water, and also less well-off in many other ways, if we look at the best quality research we see a different outcome. When we run randomized controlled clinical trials, where we put people into groups randomly and give them either artificial sweeteners, sugar, or water, we find that sugar makes us gain weight. Unsurprising. Water doesn't do anything bad. Also unsurprising. But neither do artificial sweeteners. They may not help people to lose weight, and I would stress that currently the research has not shown a benefit. For for weight loss from artificial sweeteners. So, drinking Diet Coke may not make you lose weight. There's a bit of contention around that point, but currently there's no good answer. But we can be pretty certain that diet soft drinks don't make us gain weight either. It's also worth remembering what we are comparing diet soft drinks to. If you have a choice between Diet Coke and water, It's probably correct to to say that water is better for your health, but that's rarely realistic. Most parents who are giving their three-year-old Diet Coke are looking at either something sweet or a painful tantrum in a restaurant. I've been around quite a few two- and three-year-olds recently, and I can tell you that they are not happy to be told that they can't have Coke and that they have to drink only water. And what the research consistently shows, even this new study, which is something that no one reported on, is that if you replace sugar with artificial sweeteners, it's probably better for your health. Remember, in this research, kids who drank artificial sweeteners instead of sugar, as opposed to as well as sugar, had significantly fewer calories each day. I'll say it again. The research demonstrates that the best thing to drink is water, but artificial sweeteners are still probably better than sugar. To paraphrase the guidelines from the American Diabetes Association, water is best, but Diet Coke is still a good way to cut down on sugar. If you can drink only water, if you find that challenging for whatever reason, artificially sweetened beverages are still a better option than ones filled with sugar. I personally lost 5 kilos of weight when I switched from coke and juice to diet coke and water. So what's the take home? If you're worried about you or your children's diet, it's probably a good idea to have a chat with a dietitian because they've done years of university and training to give you the best possible answer for your health. Otherwise, drink Diet Coke if you want, and don't worry too much about giving it to your kids. The research shows that it probably isn't going to be bad for their health, especially if it replaces sugar. If you see silly headlines like this, it's always worth being cautious. Check the story, check the study, and have a think about what it might all actually mean. This has been your dose of sensationalist science and media madness. If you enjoyed the podcast, you can find it on SoundCloud, at SensaiPod, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's now on Stitcher, Acast, uh, Spotify, iTunes, and a few other places as well. I'm your host, GitMK, and you can find me on Twitter, at GitMK, or Medium, at GitMK, or Facebook, at Nerd. Have a great week, and remember, if it sounds unlikely, it's good to be sceptical.